0: Hi, welcome to the Metal Detecting Show. Yes, it's happened. We're at episode number 33. Go on, laugh it up. I'm Irish. 33. (laughs) This week, we do our first product review on the podcast, reviewing the Nocta Macro Mini Horde. Make sure to stay tuned as there are a few co-hosts very excited to give their opinions. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode this week. But before we start, I want to give you the following information. If you want to give me feedback or interact with the show, please reach out to me on Twitter at DetectingThe or Instagram at the Metal Detecting Podcast, or if you want to pop me an email to Kiron at the Metal I really love your feedback. And now, if you would like to leave me a voicemail, please do so on speakpipe.com forward slash the metal detecting show. The link will be in the show notes. And if you would like to buy me a coffee, you actually can now with www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash metal detecting. And lastly, and most importantly, if you like this content, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Okay, before we start, we are still at level 5 COVID lockdown in Ireland, which means we can't travel beyond 5km radius from our home. So this limits the availability of sites, and as I said last week, I'm looking to get back on the fields. But it seems nearly impossible to get public liability insurance to detect in Ireland, but I keep on looking. So this week, I'm going to review the Nocta Macro Mini Horde. Firstly, this is not a paid promotion. However, Nocta Macro did provide a unit for us to test. So how does a man of 44 years of age review a child's metal detector? Well, he recruits some helpers to offer their personal opinion, but stay tuned for that. Now, my part of the review is built up watching my boys, Harry, who is nearly 9, and James, who has just turned 7, use the metal detector. So to start, let's take a look at the spec. Available in two varieties with the standalone Mini Horde or the Mini Horde Cool Kit, the difference being that the cool kit comes with the same detector, but the following extra accessories: a nifty little sand scoop and a sifter, and some personalization stickers for boys and girls. But both varieties come with the same mini-hoard detector. The detector itself weighs in at a kid-friendly and light 780 grams or 1.7 pounds, and a length starting at 63 centimeters or 25 inches, extending to 90 centimeters. Now, this is geared towards kids between the ages of 4 to 8, and Harry, who is 8, is a big fella, looking more like a 10 year old, had no problem operating this, although he did have to extend it right out to the full length, and if he grows any more he'll be looking for the Mini Horde's big brother, the Midi Horde, but we are not here to talk about the Midi Horde, so let's get back to the Mini. On to the features, it is rated for IP68 which indicates that it's fully submersible down to 1 metre. Opening up the control unit and reviewing the connections, it is clear that this is the case with a fully sealed silicone or epoxy coil connection to the control box. Plus, there is no headphone socket to contend with or to worry about water ingress. This coupled with a fully sealed battery compartment, we don't see any foreseeable issues with submersing this. Only maybe if we forget to put the screw back in the screw of battery compartment lid, which I imagine could potentially come loose without it. We didn't get to test the submersibility of the detector but it looks to be a legitimate claim, and if when we do this test it proves false, I'll be sure to let you know. The Mini Horde comes with some well-thought-out features, such as two audio tones keeping it simple but one tone for good and one for bad, a surprisingly accurate pinpoint mode, a pretty effective iron discrimination, and an easily understandable depth indicator. The Mini Horde looks to be a BFO detector operating in the best of both worlds at a very low frequency of 15kHz, which is right in the sweet spot between large silver, which is better detected at 5kHz, or small gold, which is better detected at 40kHz. Powered by two AA batteries, which I did assume were going to run out but didn't, and I never needed the spares in my pocket even after several one-hour kid-friendly hunts. The Mini Horde comes with an innovative icon-only, super kid-friendly LCD screen. For example, giving a happy emoji with a thumbs up for a good signal and a sad emoji with a thumbs down for a bad signal. This emoji team continued with a simple thumbs up for battery good and a thumbs down for battery bad. The depth indicator on the LCD indicated how deep the target was by the size of the dirt mound you were going to make digging the hole. So the bigger the pile on the LCD, the deeper the find. Lastly on the LCD we had a sad exclamation mark to indicate iron overload. Looking at the 6 inch coil as any listener would know I love a 6 inch coil and this one proved no different. I have to say during our test on a very trashy campfire area the 6 inch coil was great so much so I had to stop myself taking over from the boys as they started to the pull out fines. On to first look in the assembly. The first look out of the box this detector looks the part and is super tough. The shaft is rock solid with zero wobble. It assembled quite quickly for me, but because this was a kid's detector, I disassembled the detector and asked both of my boys separately to assemble. Both found it easy, including the thumbscrew, to secure the shaft. However, both needed help with the screw for the battery compartment. But this was an ideal opportunity for Dad to teach them about righty-tighty, lefty-loosey. Asking them what they thought each button did had mixed results based on their reading ability. However, once they observed the screen, both straight away understood the emojis and what they meant, which was very good. Harry's comments were, happy emojis were worth digging and sad emojis were not, so mission accomplished in the user interface. Observing the boys hunting with it was great to see, but very interestingly, that Harry, the older boy, liked to use the tones to discern whether the find was worth digging, while James defaulted to the emojis on the LCD screen. Other observances during the hunt included frustration around the arm cuff. Although it looked in line with the design, it is quite narrow and the rubber cover kept coming off for both boys. Future revisions may need adjusting and while we are talking about design, the stand legs either side of the battery compartment tend to get in the way mid-swing due to protruding out quite a bit. But again, this is nothing we can't overcome with some adjustment in the future. On to the field test next. We brought the detector to several sites including beaches both wet and dry, on a park setting. The Mini Horde performed surprisingly well for a kid's detector on all environments. However, there was little chatter on the wet sand with no way to tune it out, but that was to be expected. We tested the iron-off feature, which worked very well, but we preferred to run it with it on as the lack of signals was quickly trying the boy's patience. But once back on, I noticed even bad signals brought some level of excitement. We ended up digging everything as any new detectorist should and found that the good-bad categorization was quite good. I like the fact that ring pulls were not consigned to the dark side. So final thoughts from an experienced detector looking at it from a kid's point of view. This detector is the real deal. Not once did the boys feel they were operating a toy, but a machine in par with their dads. So much so that the running commentary was that it was better than yours, dad. I feel that knocked on Macro have gone out of their way to respect a kid's intelligence, and you can see that in the intuitive user interface and design. However, some small issues like the rubberized arm cuff frustratingly coming off and a tiny screw used to seal the battery compartment being very fiddly, again, are just small issues. Would I recommend the Mini Horde as a Christmas present this year? Absolutely. If you want to get your kids into metal detecting, then this is the machine for you. But don't take my word for it. Let's check in with the boys to get their points of view. Hello boys, do you want to introduce yourselves?
1: My name is James and I'm seven years old.
2: My name is Harry Martin, and I'm eight years old.
0: Nice to meet you, boys. So we're gonna start. I'm gonna ask you a simple question. What did you like about the Mini Horde? Harry, you go first.
2: That it like would sh- it would show you pictures on the screen. It would have like a happy face wish as a thumbs up if it was a good thing, and if it was a bad thing, it would have a sad face wish
1: a uh, thumbs down.
0: And what about you, James?
1: Um, that it was fun, and it was fun using it, and it helped me a lot.
0: Was it easy to put together, James?
1: Yes, it was. What about you, Harry? I think the
2: only hard piece about it was probably at the very start when you'd have to clip two pieces together.
0: So the two shaft pieces, is it?
2: Yes, that's right.
0: So, what did you not like about the mini horde, Harry?
2: That it had an um, rubber grip, and it would like pinch your skin, and it sometimes it would be su- super annoying, and at the same time it helps you to like move it up and down.
0: Perfect. What about you, James? What did you not like about the mini horde?
1: That sometimes it annoys you if you get a good find or a bad find, which you could get on the mini horde. Mini horde. Um. So.
0: It would give you two signals for the one thing. Was that what you're talking about? Yes. Okay. Very good. James, did you understand what the screen was telling you?
1: Kind of, because at the start I didn't.
0: But you got used to it. Yes. What about you, Harry?
2: I didn't really find it confusing because it's like it would have a, a low beep a bad one but sometimes it will go too and it would make a weird sound and you wouldn't really know and sometimes when you're waving it over it it would go bad good bad good and that's one another thing I don't really like about it but you know I did not get confused with it
0: Now I know Harry you kind of answered this already when you talked about the cuff but James was it comfortable to use for you?
1: Yes it was
0: Was it the perfect size for you?
1: Yes, it was, indeed.
0: <laughs> what about you, Harry? I know you already talked about the cuff.
2: I think it was too small because I have very long arms and I'm a very tall person.
0: <laughs> yes, you are. You're tall for an eight-year-old, aren't you? Yeah. You look like a ten-year-old. Now, last question. When do you want to go metal detecting again? James?
1: probably like at the weekend or in the next two days
0: so as soon as possible yes what about you harry
1: i'd like to go on the
2: weekend for like two or three hours and maybe we could like we could go to somewhere and get lunch and then go back for another few hours
0: so you want you think you can do a full day with the mini horde could you
2: if I didn't get a lot of blisters on my arm from the rubber cuff.
0: ok well we I would see what we can do for the weekend alright boys thanks very much do you want to say goodbye to everybody on the podcast
1: bye bye.
0: anyone want to tell a joke you go first James.
1: what do you call a dinosaur that's asleep
0: I don't know what do you call a dinosaur that's asleep
1: a dinosaur
0: <laughs> what about you Harry
2: Why did the chicken cross the road?
0: I don't know. Why did the chicken cross the road?
2: To get to the other side of the universe.
0: Okay. (laughs) That's a bit out there. All right. Thanks, boys. Now, get ready for bed. I'll talk to you later. I love you. Bye. Now,
1: are we actually going to bed?
0: That's it for this week. I hope you liked this episode of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. Check out the website www.themetaldetectingshow.com for this episode's show notes. Check out our Patreon page if you want to help the podcast stay alive or just want to buy me a coffee. Actually, if you want to buy me a coffee, you can do so at buymeacoffee.com forward slash metal detecting. Also, if you'd like to leave me a voicemail, please do so on speakpipe.com forward slash the metal show. The link will be in the show notes. If you feel like taking your appreciation to the next level, feel free to leave me a positive review on any podcast directory of your choice. If you like this content and would like more, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Once again, I hope you'd enjoyed this episode and we will chat to you all again next week. Get out there, eyes down and happy hunting.